Welcome to the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button on this video, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Craig Morgan and Steve Peters and Isaiah is always the first one in the comments. Good morning, Isaiah. <laughs> Thank, Isaiah. You. Thank you so much for being here. And you guys, we have a name for the... <laughs> ASU multi-purpose arena. Let's not bury the lead. Mullet Arena. <laughs> is that the greatest name for it a is. hockey arena of all time? It, it has to be, right? And it, it it's well, it, obviously it has significance in the ASU community because that's yes. the family that that made the major donation that allowed ASU to basically in, endow the hockey program and go division one and do all the things that they're doing. Um so that's that's the significance of it. But it's is there a is there a more NHL or hockey hairstyle than the mullet? So it's just so perfect. I felt like yesterday was the first time when national media and even fans of other fan bases were like, "Huh, okay, I love this. I'm I'm suddenly going to start getting behind the Coyotes." And it was like it was still like it's about the Coyotes. This is ASU's announcement, first of all. It's ASU's arena, so. Let's let's not forget all of that. Yep. Let's give all the props to ASU. This is all about ASU. But by sort of residual effect, people are like suddenly on board with the Coyotes now because they're playing in Mullet Arena, and now everybody wants to come see a game here. I know. It's yeah, I'm not sure how I feel. Maybe because you look at we like I at first, and and you could see it throughout the Twitterverse. You go, oh, this is a joke. And then you go and find out about Donald and Barbara Mullet and their commitment to the ASU program and what they did to get this program from ACHE to the NCAA um, ranks and, and all the thing that they did, financial support and the support this family has given. And you go, oh, this is not just serious. It's really serious. like really cool. But then you go, okay, how is – you have to know the jokes are coming. Like, you have to. And I'm sure the Mullet family has to know they're coming, don't they? Like, they, they, Greg Powers has to know, and the, the powers that be at ASU has to know the jokes are coming. And then you start seeing the, t- the tweets, like, from the 942 crew, and you start going, oh, not only do they get it, they're going to be funny with it, and they're going to embrace it, and they're going to run with it. And I I can just – I envision this the 942, the student section, being full of – mullet and i think that's great as long as the family isn't offended by it and the family doesn't take that as a as a slight or an aside and i and i don't think they can can they How can they be when greg powers is already sporting a mullet on twitter today so <laughs> i no so way. and that that makes me that makes me feel like they've got it they understand it they get it you can still pay respect to the family and all the things they did to the program but you can still have fun with the name and i think that's that actually it, it works for asu <laughs> For the Coyotes, could there literally not be a more Coyote name than Mullet Arena? Like when you go, like you couldn't make that up. Like that's where the Coyotes play. Well, they play at Mullet Arena. Well, of course they do. Of course that's where the Coyotes play. Could not be more Coyotes. Um, so I, I think it's fantastic. And Lord knows I've had my share of mullets over time. So yeah. I, I think it's a. I think it's great. I'm excited to see the Coyotes playing in Mullet Arena. Gonna yeah. need photographic evidence of that, Petey. Uh, we yeah, have it. Someday. I've we have it. Oh my! <laughs> you had that. You didn't rock oh. the mullet like that. That oh, is never had PD a mullet with a mullet. PD, what year was this? Uh, that would have been late. That's 89, 88, 89-ish, right in there, late 80s. That is a solid mullet. In my dorm room, we, we didn't have doors on our dorms and in college, but that's a solid. Not only is that a that might be a perm. That might be a a, <laughs> a, a mullet perm. <laughs> that that is money. That's a, Petey, oh, you're a handsome man back there. You're a handsome man. Yeah, Look at you. Back then, are you back then? <laughs> there was some... we, we don't. We always, when we compliment each other, Leah, you know this by now. It's always a backhanded compliment. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a compliment coming from either one of our lips. Yeah, it just I doesn't. I, I would love to try to do it again. And now that ASU and the Coyotes are playing in Mullet Arena, I would love you nothing gonna, more. Are I'd you going to grow out of I mullet? Can't. Have you seen this? It recedes so far back in my head. I can't have a mullet. <laughs> yeah that's the thing like i'd kill to have that kind of hair at this point it's yes. just not happening i know sorry oh my gosh <laughs> well more to talk to you about mullet arena but i also don't want to bury the lead even more we'll have a guest joining us midway through our show today asu senior forward robert i'm gonna try not to butcher this master simony 
Simone. Master Simone. Simone. I already, Simone. I literally Master Simone. right for the show. I'm so annoyed. Um, he'll be joining us in a little bit here. Talk about his journey to transferring to ASU as well as his excitement about the new arena. So we'll get to him in a little bit. Um, but back to Mullet Arena, we've had some great submissions on Twitter. We didn't ask for them, but people have just been tweeting them. Um, <laughs> let's start. Let's see some of them. We yeah, got. I think, I think that was yeah. in our Discord channel. Yeah, that's Josh. <laughs> that's that's <Yeah>. hilarious. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. So this and is I think Josh. Tooth, right? Embrace it. Embrace it. Missing tooth. Yeah. And then let's see the other one that was on Twitter um, from at Cylinders <laughs> on Twitter. This is yeah. just the Kachina. The Kachina mullet. mullet. Yeah. I love yeah, it. I'm, I'm curious to see because I haven't talked to anybody at Coyote Land in the last 24 hours. I'm curious to see what their thought process is. Whether I mean, clearly there's no public statement at this point, but they, Craig, now they the have social to, media. They tweeted, they quote tweeted the Sun Devil tweet and said, "Let's go," and then commented on the Instagram post about it. So, but they have to play in Mullet Arena, right? Like when they come yeah. live on their broadcast, it has to be Mullet Arena because that's the name of the building, isn't it? Like they can't have separate naming rights. No, 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 no. This is the no, name that's of the building. All, that's all ASU, and it's it, and this really isn't even naming rights. They've named it after a family, of course. Who knows if like down the road they'll sell corporate naming rights to this? I kind of hope they don't, but you know that's a way of bringing in revenue, so that's always a possibility. To me, if you're the Coyotes, embrace it in a Carolina Hurricanes kind of way. Agreed. Embrace it. Have fun with it. Don't worry about it. They should all show up to the first game with mullets. Just why not? Like, <laughs> yeah, just wigs. I think there should be. We have the Kachina with the mullet. I think there should be a howler with a mullet, mullet doll at the gift shop. I mean, why not? They Kachina should sell the mullet. mullets sure. at the store. 100%. If, if the they're not, store. they missed it. And at ASU, we said that already. The ASU, they should be selling those outside. If, I, if I'm a college kid right now, I'm stocking up on Amazon on the mullets, and I'm out in front selling mullets in front of mullet arena on um, october 14th that but yeah. that's me sc in the comments said they need to invite the traveling yoggers because there is that group oh, yeah of, that's true yeah with all their mullets yeah can we do they have mullets i'm sure we haven't been to amazon yet but they have blonde one i think leah you need a blonde mullet for opening <laughs> night of the asu arena i think listen can, you don't have you're, to you're convince in. me i'm in <laughs> i'm totally in um i want to get to some more about names in the arena names in the valley in a second but another arena has announced its new name suspiciously around the same time i don't know if they were trying to uh, either upstage or fly under the radar really couldn't get the impression but gila river arena former home of the arizona coyotes um, will be desert diamond arena starting this fall and craig you reached out for comment on this, was no, there anything? I, I, I was just going via the reports on this oh. one. So, and the, the report is that there's not really an understanding of how long this will be. It's ten years. Ten years. Okay. Yeah. Desert Diamond Arena, which isn't a horrible name. I mean, we'll get to the categories of names in a second, but at least it includes the name Desert, which I kind of like that for an Arizona arena. I mean, it's a casino, right? Isn't it? I know it's, it's a casino. It's the so, Gila River was, you know, I know it's an affiliated with the, but the uh, Tohono O'odham Nation. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the bigger issue for me Gila for River this name, casino. yeah, it's, it's fine. It's appropriate, but nobody plays there. So HK, <laughs> like there's no team. Yeah. You're I the bull riding. The I had bull to riding. when I read the AZ Central story, like talking about, and, and some of the big acts that are booked there already. Nelly or something? Bull riding, like, have you counted the number of events over the next nine months? And 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 I was expecting to read in the story, oh, that's because they're starting the renovations, but they don't even have a schedule for the renovations. They just don't have any events booked in this place. Maybe they will when they renovate it. I don't want to see it fail. I don't want to see the citizens of Glendale no. on the hook for this place. But you are the you if 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 the Coyotes get their arena for uh, uh, approved, you are the third best venue in this market and this is not la so stop with the comparisons to the forum because la has like three to four times the population of of phoenix so stop with those comparisons it's not the same thing it's gonna be a tough road for them and but and not sorry pd not to further disparage gila river or i guess desert diamond arena but this is this has gone around on twitter a few times but it came up again yesterday when this announcement was made 
no. pull it up, Sean, the the spirit of Halloween <laughs> arena because the whole shtick that spirit of Halloween literally just pops up everywhere in like empty buildings somehow. So I don't know. It's it's a funny it's a funny joke. So shout out to whoever made or Tim Magney tweeted this today. I'm not sure if he made it because I've seen it a few times, but yeah. Yeah, Good but that's stuff. the fact that if a sports team doesn't play in an arena, it's like a tree fall in the woods. If a sports team doesn't play there, does it matter? What do you call a building? You can only see Justin Bieber. It does. I don't call it whatever you want to. If if I'm going to see a concert, they're HK. Like it's a sports team that gets identified with a building. That's what makes their name unique. That what makes their name get out into the public. It's all about a sports team playing at a specific arena and those two marriages coming. You know, those two parties being married together to to populate that name. I, it just makes no sense to me. Desert Diamond Arena. Call it whatever you want to. The, the, it's bull riding and concerts. Like I fine it's fine it's fine there's this there's this partnership between a casino and the arena great and and ultimately the reality is they're going to add another hotel out there this uh, this will be a this will be an annex to to a casino they wouldn't be surprised if they take out seats and put in slot machines at some point that this is a a, a casino more than it is an arena that wouldn't surprise me at all to put in that kind of a, a, a floor space to add that to a casino holding and make make it part casino mart maybe a, a theater i don't know i mean some kind of machination there between but i i don't know if it, I, I mean i don't want to say it doesn't matter I, it's great i want the arena to succeed great I had a lot of great memories in that building so do the coyotes great uh, knock themselves out but if no one plays there does it matter if yeah. what the name is yeah, and their plan right now is still to, you know, add to the scaffolding load and and really make it a concert venue so it doesn't sound like the renovations that they're putting in or they're planning to put in would imagine it as any other kind of space other than a concert venue. So uh, I don't know. Again, I I mean, again, I've, I've said this over and over again. I've talked to promoters. Promoters will tell you there just aren't that many shows out there. So good luck to this arena trying to fill those dates. Let's talk about the names of some other Valley venues and compare it to the Mullet Arena. Because right now, Mullet Arena, in my mind, is one of the greatest in the Valley. But not only are there others in the Valley, there's others in history. So let's start with Bank One Ballpark, who, which was nicknamed Bob. And Craig credits this to former East Valley Tribune columnist Scott Bordeaux. So I want to give him credit. But... The Bob is a great name, just like the Ted, the Tempe Entertainment District, is another great name. I love this idea of, you know, the Bob, the Ted. Um, Obviously, if the Ted gets approved, it will have a different name, or at least the arena will, probably. Um, But the Bob and the Ted, that's top tier for me. I still think mullet is better, but open to hearing your thoughts. You go first, Petey. Well, I think it, it's you like your building and your arena to have a nickname. I think that's awesome. Like the Duck Pond, or, or you want to have it hearken to your name. But Madhouse on Madison. Exactly, which Craig will get to. Yeah. But <laughs> of course, it's Chicago. But you're right. Saying the Bob, hey, we're going to the Ted. I just like, I, I like the simplicity of it. I like that it's not evoking sponsorship to any particular product or company, which I also like. I, I'd prefer to go to the Forum or the Garden than it would TD Bank or, you know, or Scotia Bank. Yeah, give me the card. Give me, you know, the, the Montreal Forum. And I wish we could all go back to those glorious days when buildings were named as such versus aimed for a company but you can still have that because when the air I think you should. Center was the air canada center it was the acc and like that was so easy to say and it was fair fun. enough yeah. so there, fair there's there, i think you can find a balance with that and i like that's the other thing i like about molded arena too is it's named after a family and a family who mm-hmm. was who had it was instrumental in bringing this program to what it is today so you kind of get the best of both worlds that that family is getting i mean obviously they're getting the recognition they deserve. And it just happens to be an unbelievable name that relates to hockey. So, you know, you can, you can have different types of names, I think. Yeah. Like, yeah. An acronym, right? If you can make it into an easy acronym, it works. Bob, Bob was great because it was also a name, but you're right. If, if If it makes for an easy acronym, great. But some of these names, even if you try and make them into an acronym, they just don't work. Like maybe, 
Go ahead. Oh, sorry, Craig. Maybe the TED can be sponsored by like TED Talks. I don't know whatever organization <laughs> that is, but like the TED, the TED Arena, the TED. I just I, want I the TED that, to live actually. on. I love the TED. I, I'm, I'm. I'll be really. It might happy. always be the TED. It should be. Ted's hot dogs. Ted's Very. Hot, well, I know. I know who wrote that comment. It, it is. Yeah. Exactly. It is. <laughs> it, is a, it is a Tempe business, so that works, right? It's McClintock and Southern, I think, is where Ted's Buffalo hot dogs. You know, if you if you need, you know, a you know, sort of an everyday hot dog, and you want to go to Ted's, and you're just, you know, maybe you can't afford Vienna beef. That's that's the way to go. Um, but how yeah, do we I, always get in. How in the hell do we always get? How does it happen? Because, and I are in a hot dog war after he came. Yeah, home it, this dog. happened on the Sun Devil show <laughs> the other day. I so. just don't understand how we always sink to hot dogs. I don't know how that happens. I just it does the hockey, the Coyote show, and hot dogs synonymous. Always, but always. I like it. And you talk about iconic names like they in our list that that Craig provided the saddle dome. The saddle dome. Well, it's, it's, it looks like a freaking saddle, and it's on the it grounds of, of a rodeo. We have the saddle dome iconic makes sense like that that to me is what makes sense and on his list again madison square garden the most famous arena in north america is madison square garden and it's not again it's not an ad it's not slapping something on there it's madison square garden mm -hmm. and, and it, to be iconic and an iconic arena name i don't think you can be staples and then change to crypto i don't think that works staples became iconic because it was staples for so long and it's such an iconic arena but now to be crypto it's like ugh. now it just now it feels like a sellout like now every other corporate staples. name yeah it's 100 what, agree. what's happening with that industry way. <laughs> so yeah. yikes how long before it changes again i don't know yeah but, you know sun devil stadium is iconic right great sun devil stadium fantastic is bold, but yeah it is it's fantastic it's a lot oh the than... igloo is a good example of a oh, good that's nickname. a great yeah. great call there that's a great call the igloo um but that's what but that is, all the arenas used to be that all the arenas used to be the head names and now every single one of them has to i understand the revenue streams i understand that you need to make money but I wish they could stick with their name and just tag on, like, you know, like we talked about the Montreal Forum, instead of calling it Bell Center, it's the Montreal Forum presented by Bell. Um, I would like to see that. So it's always the Montreal Forum. That's that's what I would like to see. And I just, I understand money and it makes all the sporting world go around. I get it. But 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 does it have to be? Does it have to be that first? And then if it if if Staples Center would have been the L.A. I don't know the LA arena and now it's LA arena sponsored by Staples. Now it's LA arena sponsored by crypto, Like, kept the same name. I, I wish we could do that. And I know, I know it will never happen, <laughs> but I, I sure wish we could. Sean is just commandeering PH and exports for his Buffalo. Uh, yeah. The takes. auditorium, the Buffalo, the odd I, exam. Exactly. Oh, odd. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so some other ones that um, we have listed here, Chase fields, university of Phoenix stadium, America West arena, talking state, resort arena desert financial center all of those are current or former names that at least have desert or local yeah they i mean they evoke the region even if they're way too corporate the bad <laughs> ones yeah you can read them craig yeah the the, the worst ones are like state farm stadium because horrible you know, state farm state farms everywhere u.s airways i guess sort of their hub was Arizona here hub, but nobody knew it because it there's nothing in it that says it's the West, like America West at least said that. Footprint Center, I think is a Gilbert-based business, actually, so I should tread lightly on this. People were, hometown, people were talking crap in the comments. It's not good. Jobbing.com Arena. That might have been good. the worst ever. Ugh, horrible, horrible, some, some terrible names. <laughs> yeah, they paid the bills also. Amen for Jobbing.com. <laughs> Loved it. But, okay, I need to read some of these on the list of the best names all across the globe. Um, thank you for compiling this list, Craig, because I didn't know about some of these. <laughs> Wankdorf Stadium in Bern, Switzerland. Just think about it for a second. Bargain Booze Stadium. Sign me up. That's unreal. Isn't it? <laughs> Can you imagine? Where are you going? Bargain Booze Stadium. Seriously? And now I the next love one, Leah. That. What is it? What? Middle, oh, Middle Fart Stadium. In Middle Fart, Denmark. Do you think that's how it sounds when they say no, it, though? No, Middle we Fart. We say it the way we we want to say it. But and there are worse names. You don't even have to say the next one because wow, I mean, it's a family name. I'm not still, saying it. You know, I'm it's not spelled. Saying that one either. It's spelled K U N T Z. 
It's you in can... Indianapolis, and um, yeah, you shouldn't have gone with that family name. Let's just say that. No matter how much money they gave, you should have chosen something else <laughs> because no. Um, we talked about Madison Square Garden. Soldier Field, that's a good one. Yeah, Soldier Field's iconic. Yeah, but <laughs> when are they going to sell that out, Craig? I mean, not sell it out. I mean, when are they going to become a sellout? And, I don't and know that they put a new name on will it. if they haven't See? done it by now, right? Because it's, it's iconic. It is. It's just in it. it that city, too. You, I mean... You're, you're fortunate in a way that Wrigley Field is already a corporate sponsor, even though Wrigley doesn't own it anymore. But they're not changing that name either. The people would riot in Chicago if they changed the names of Wrigley Field or Soldier Field. Now, nobody cared about Comiskey Park because, you know, it's really not a White Sox town. But those two teams in particular, don't go messing with the names of those venues because those are they truly are iconic building structures. Yeah, yeah and I think and it continues on the list too when you talk about Camden Yards or Arrowhead Stadium. Like again, it harkens back to earlier times and better days, right? When you when you when you didn't name your building after a business. I just can we can we do it, Craig? Chicago did it. Let's go. But I, I want to, but I want to point out this comment from SZ that kind of ties into changing names about Heinz Field and why everyone in Pittsburgh is so upset that they're changing the name from Heinz Field because even though it's corporate it's Heinz it's a company Heinz is a Pittsburgh company and that's been Heinz Field for so long it you know same thing like I mean I guess Wrigley is a family and a business um yeah the <laughs> someone said how Ducks fans refer to the Honda Center as the Ponda didn't know that well, um know the Charlotte like Checkers played in Bo <laughs> Bojangles <laughs> Arena <laughs> unreal uh, Lambeau Field iconic Fenway iconic the Cotton Bowl, the Rose Bowl, Yankee iconic. Stadium. Yankee Stadium, Stadium yes. iconic. Any others you can think of? Well, no, I'm a UW graduate, so I got to say Camp Randall Stadium in Madison, Wisconsin, which is has the unbelievable tradition, of course, before the fourth quarter when they play jump around and people literally jump up and down and the entire stadium shakes. Camp Randall's a special place, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How do you follow up that one? And yeah, good day, everybody. Like, Whatever. Thanks for joining us. The Camp Randall <laughs> reference. Yeah, because who hasn't caught a game there? Well, Randall? ASU fans did way back in 2010, buddy. There you go, Craig. There you I go. I was there. Yeah, I've gone on my arena rant. Leah's on mute. Leah's oh, on I mute. did it. I did Leah it. Leah did the mute. I, I have not say. done a mute yet today. I want I want it on the record that so far today I have not muted myself and start to speak. It happens once per show, so it's probably coming, but I haven't done it yet. And Leah maybe took care of it. Okay. For me today. Well, I was gonna say Sean, just if he's not talking Buffalo, he's talking Syracuse, the dome in Syracuse. The dome? That's so I, generic. No, it's fun. How many domes can you think of? I can think of a lot of domes. I don't know. Yeah. I yeah yeah. What can we talk yeah. about? What? Yeah yeah. No. No. Nothing. No. Okay. Not, not really. Not really feeling it for the dome. Not okay. Really feeling it. Fine. Fair but enough. But I do like Middle Fart Stadium. <laughs> anyway, we'll see. Hopefully, the TED gets approved and we can have an exciting name because right now Mullet Arena is a great name. It's a great place. For a college hockey team, it's a great place for an NHL team. I'm really excited. Um, and I was just thinking about, you know, at least with the Coyotes games on the TV broadcast, the, hopefully there'll be some national games. Um, you know, it's like, okay, we're coming to you live from Mullet Arena in Tempe, Arizona. Just really looking forward to it. Really excited to see. Yeah, I think the draft at Mullet Arena. The, uh, the uh, I don't think we, that's where the draft no. will be. <laughs> they won't think of having a Mullet no, Arena. They're, they're not going to have the draft until they have an arena. So, oh, yeah. for the All Star Game at Mullet Arena. No, not going to no. happen. But maybe the some college tournaments. At the World Mullet Juniors. Arena? The do, World do Juniors think, B pool. Do you think? Do so, you think Alex Morello would be down with the idea of building tunnels? you know, to connect all the buildings in, in the TED so that we didn't have to go outside during the summer, during the draft. Just thinking, of course, of only me, just throwing Not only there. you. I don't want to be outside. Okay. All all selfish uh, media members then. Let me say that. Yes. Not just media. I think fans, I think people don't like, I, at least I don't. I don't like this heat at all. Um, anywho, we're uh, Robert. Oh, my gosh. Master Simone. Master Simone. I was pulling up the pronunciation. I don't want to mess it up again. He'll be joining us shortly. Before he does, if you want, you can already bet on futures for college hockey. So Arizona State, if you want to put some money 
on there, you can. Um, Coyotes, obviously, the season is around the corner. We're just under two months away from the regular season starting. So there's tons of futures you can bet on now. Get in these odds. The odds are ever changing. So if you want, if you like any of the odds you see right now on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, get in on it now. But sooner than all of that, you can bet on college football. I can't believe it's back a week from tomorrow. I think ASU kicks off their season. So exciting stuff. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now if you haven't already. Use the promo code PHNX when you sign up and bet just $5 on college football and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. I, for one, cannot wait to watch all of these games, and I will be doing so in the comfort of our new furniture at our new office. We have some amazing theater seating in front of giant TVs, and all of that is thanks to more furniture who decked out our entire office with a whole new setup of furniture, new studio furniture, stuff for our office. Literally can't wait for you guys for, well, PD seat it for Craig to eventually show up in the office and pull his weight. Uh, <laughs> just going to throw that out there. But thanks again to More Furniture for decking out our entire studio. And if you want to check out their Labor Day sale, visit morefurniture.com. Tons of great stuff. I, I want to point out that I have a, an appointment coming up with Mayo on September 8th. That's when they'll give me the go-ahead where I can start working out and actually lifting any objects. So I want to put this out to the entire PHNX staff right now. Make sure that the office is completely set up by September 8th. Okay. I'm bougie, <laughs> Craig. Do any work. I'm going to leave something. I'm going to leave a project just for you. Yeah. I'll set aside. Do IKEA not desks. touch. This is for Craig. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> We had to build office chairs yesterday. It's like we're just pulling all the weight. It's fine. Um, I need to bring this up because Chris is asking, did you guys – well, we talked about this on Slack for like an hour last night, but the hot dog straw video going around, yeah. did you guys see that? Yep. Would you ever drink beer with a hot dog straw? Would you ever drink anything out of a hot dog straw? No. No, there's <laughs> something wrong with that. First. When you talk about our Slack, so we have a Slack with all of the group chat with everybody, all the employees at PHNX and some from our DNVR and all city crew. And this blew up and not kidding. I was asleep already because I went to bed. Yeah, it was nine. You get in a conversation (laughs) at nine o'clock at night. It's time for bed. So I get up this morning to like 300 things about a guy drinking a beer through a hot dog straw. I still don't get it. Like, I don't get it. I'm, and I, maybe it is because I'm too damn old. I don't get it. Like, what do you, who wants their beer to taste like hot dogs? Is that a thing? Is that a good thing? Like, if you're eating the hot dog, can you dip the hot dog? Like, I enjoy chestnut dips it in there to get the bun wet so we can eat 75 of them. Get that. This has nothing to do with that. I, I don't get it. Um, I, I will say this socially, he's blown up. It's a big deal. This guy's taking shit at home and his wife is either thinks he's hilarious or an idiot, but. I don't get it. Can someone help explain to me the hot dog straw? Does anyone who I don't get it? Hot dog flavored beer. Well, we, yeah, maybe we should it. have Shane in here since he thinks it it's brilliant. And and I don't I'll get look. it. At all. Shane is doing it live on PHNX bets. Yeah, so tune into that at noon. So you can see that there. But <laughs> and I did. I was I was in bed by. If you want to see true. that sort of content, you can tune into bets at noon on the PHNX. We got to do other YouTube things channel. here, Leah. We have a guest joining us right now. From Oceanside Arena. From Oceanside. This is to be the former home of ASU Sun Devil Hockey. Yes. Welcome to the PHNX Coyotes podcast. Is Mastro how you go? Is that your nickname? Is that what you go by? Yeah, Ma- Mastro works. That's good. It's, I love that. Uh, I'm going to call. I'm yeah, just going to. Leah's been fumbling with that last name for the last How do you pronounce months. your last name? It's Mastro Simone. Mastro Simone. Robert yeah. Mastro Simone. Yeah. Welcome to the PHNX Coyotes podcast. Robert is a senior forward for the Sun Devils and a transfer from Boston University. So we'll get into all of that. But first of all, just thank you so much for joining us. And how you doing? You just got off the ice? No, yeah, literally. I just, just <laughs> stepped off the ice. We just finished the practice. But uh, thank you guys for having me on here. I'm excited to get going. Perfect. Well, Greg Powers threw a three-on-three at you there at the end. How yeah. unexpected? No, we knew that was coming. It was you did. kind of the little last call for the team that was losing. We didn't lose. It was just one, so. So, so Robert, Mastro, thank I'm you sorry. so much for doing this. Uh, 
as I mentioned, uh, I think I sent you some of the notes for this. Uh, you're well-traveled between Long Island, Minnesota, Chicago, Boston, and now Arizona. But let's start with this. How does a Long Islander end up in Boston, and how much grief did you take from your friends for making that decision? Uh, I mean, it just I always I always dreamed of playing hockey in Boston when I was a, when I was a kid in college. So it's kind of just it was kind of where I thought I wanted to be. I didn't really know which school, and um, I loved my tour at BU when I was. 14, 15, I loved it and just fell in love with it up there. And, and that's how I ended up there for those three years. It's Boston obviously doesn't, they, we don't get along with New York too well. I mean, same. So I don't really know. <laughs> yeah. So I, I got to ask though. So it, by extension here, did you adopt the Boston teams or are you like a, are you a Yankees guy? Are you a Mets guy? Who are your teams that you root for? I'm a Mets guy. Mets, okay. Jets, Mets, Islanders. Those are my four growing up. But okay. um, my mom is a Yankees fan, so I, I kind of had to become a Red Sox fan just to rub it in her face a little bit. So <laughs> Sean she, is oh my gosh. not happy when I came home with the Red Sox jersey one time. So our producer, Sean, you can't see him. He's behind the scenes, but he's a huge Boston Red Sox fan, and he just went from shaking his head to fist pumping when you said that. Yeah. So It was, it was even worse. <laughs> even worse when I bought a Tom Brady jersey then my the whole family freaked out oh, <laughs> oh man um well you played at, in, at Boston University so you've had the chance to play in a bean pot which for those who don't know it's when the Boston's area's four major universities BUBC Northeastern and Harvard play against each other can you describe for people who maybe don't understand what that's like what playing in a bean pot is or just what the atmosphere of a bean pot is like yeah, I mean, it's probably one of the best, if not the best college, like tournament college hockey. It's it's an amazing experience. It's it's something you look forward to all year when you're playing at one of those four schools. And it's 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 night. Nice. It's awesome. It's snowy. It's cold in February. You get a police escort from your rink to the to the TD Garden. And it's the atmosphere in there is insane. It's I've never seen anything like it for a college hockey game. It's the whole upper bowl is filled with students from every school and they're just going back and forth at each other. And it's just it's craziness. It's it's a perfect way to describe just craziness. Anything can happen in those games. And you won that tournament, right? Like, did you win yeah, as, we, uh, a, as a yeah. junior? Yeah, I won it last year. Yep. So, my question is: you, you've had that. You're an, an upper, you know, northeast kid. You grew up in that kind of a climate. You go to school in Boston. How in the hell do you get from that to Arizona State University Sun Devil Hockey? What's that transition like after you? just said how successful it was career year for you in points goals and you win the bean pot what what made you make the decision to enter the portal and, and transfer to asu yeah it was it was definitely a hard decision um i love BU. i love being in the north i love the cold and all that obviously it's just in my blood and um it's, like you said it's definitely a lot different down here in arizona being a sun devil it's, it's awesome and it was there was a lot that went into it. It was it was kind of just what was best for me and in my personal and my hockey development and what I needed as a human being a little bit. And I looked at a couple of different schools and I just fell in love with here and then the coaching staff and the team and obviously the new arena, Mullet Arena, as, as we found out yesterday. So it's <laughs> and it just everything here was just everything I wanted in a in a team and a program a location. You can't beat this, honestly. You can't. So hockey in the desert i mean it's, it's amazing is it is it hard to leave a program though you've built a lot of relationships right at bu um you, you got a lot of teammates is it is it hard to make that decision to to move on to a different program yeah i mean that was that was probably the hardest part of it was just like telling my teammates and, and my best friends up there i had i made bonds with people that i'll never never forget and i'll be friends with her for the rest of my life ethan phillips my roommate for three years he was drafted by Red Wings with, like me, so we kind of, kind of went through that whole process together, and it was it was heartbreaking. It's it's it wasn't easy, and I mean it's it was it was really hard. But it's at the end of the day, I had to do what was best for me, and and it, I was so fortunate to have all those friends who were so supportive of me and, and really helped me in that process. So when you make a decision like that, that's it's a monumental life change, obviously. Who are you consulting, and and are the Red Wings among those? Since as you mentioned, you're a your second drop, round draft pick of the Red Wings. Yeah, there's definitely there's definitely a lot of people went into that decision. I mean, at the end of the day, it was at the end, it was my decision, totally my call on what I wanted and what I felt was right. And um, my family had a lot to say. I, I spoke to my friends, old coaches, coaches who have been around college hockey, who who know the programs and all that. And yeah, I, I talked to the Wings about it a little bit, and and they were 
they were whatever you want. We're going to, we'll help you. We'll advise you, but we'll, we won't tell you what to do. It's at the end of the day, it's my decision. And they were, they were fully on board with, with ASU here. They, they loved everything from the strength, the staff, the rank, just everything was perfect here for them. And they totally agreed with me that this is the right decision. So when you look at the schedule and I'm sure you've seen the schedule, the ASU hockey schedule is out. Have you circled January 6th and 7th when the BU Terriers come to Tempe to Mullet Arena to play in the Desert Hockey Classic. Are you looking forward to seeing your old teammates? Are you a little a little concerned? They got some old scores to settle there, some dorm room fights you got to clean up. Um, have you did you circle that the day you got here? Yeah, absolutely. The, the day I saw that, I was like, oh, that's going to be amazing. There's no there's no bad blood between me and anyone there, so which is really good. But I yeah, I'm just so excited to be able to get my friends down here and get to. We obviously got to get to the first game. They got to get to the first game so we can meet meet in that final game there. But it's even if we don't, I'm just excited to have those guys down here and kind of just be with them for a couple of days and, and get to see them and hang out with them a little bit. So that's and definitely you, circle on the calendar. Can you imagine a kid coming from BU the first week of January to Tempe? <laughs> like that, you got your flip flops on, your shorts going. Yeah, I'm just heading to class. Yeah, no big deal. I don't have my boots and hat on. And we wish, wish I was you right now. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Love it. Exactly. Well, we talked about you being a Red Wings draft pick. You're obviously um, about to start your senior year. So have you given any thought to what's next after this year and going forward possibly um, to the NHL and beyond? I mean, it's always in the back of your head a little bit. You're always kind of thinking about it, but there's really not much thought that goes into it. It's I got a whole season ahead of me to look forward to and, and – look forward to tomorrow so it's I can't really look too far in the future on that and let myself get derailed off that so it's just it's always there but it's never really like a main thought in my head it's just let's work as hard as I can to get to the best spot I can be at by the end of the season has Greg Powers your coach given you any sense of your role what what it's going to look like or is that still just sort of working itself out in camp yeah, it's still just kind of working itself out. It's still pretty early in the, in, the, in the season. I was playing today with Cylinder and Dolan, but I don't know what that's going to be like. I don't I don't know who, what the lines are, what it's going to be like. So there's really, really nothing there. It's just let's see where it goes and see who meshes together and who works best together. Robert, uh, Greg Powers has expressed a lot of excitement for what you can bring to this program with skill and offense. Um, when you evaluate your own game and, and, and look at some of the finer points, what do you bring to the table for the Sun Devils this season? Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna be my one of the main points of my game is just being relentless, just just being nonstop, let keeping my legs going at all times, my motor, and just every shift in and out, working as hard as I can. And like you said, I'm. I think I think I'm a pretty skilled player. I consider myself with a lot of IQ. So I think I'm gonna be pretty offensive. But then again, I'm gonna have to be really good in the D zone this year. I'm gonna have to really really focus on that 200 foot game on on both ends of the sheet and just just really like evening out my game along the whole whole ice and you talked about lucas sillinger another portal kid coming in from bemidji state so he's getting acclimated to tempe too but you mentioned josh doan you've been here for a little while now are you starting to get like do you feel part of this group yet did they welcome you in do you feel like you're a sun devil now did that transition happen quickly yeah i mean i I came in early in the summer just to kind of get acclimated here just to get used to living here just being with the guys and being out here and i as soon as I got here, everyone here was just so accepting and so welcoming with open arms. And it was it was such an easy transition. And literally since the day I've been here, I felt like I belonged. It was part of the team. And I, every, as every day goes on, I feel more and more acclimated, more and more part, more Sun Devil and more and more part of the team. Did you know Josh Stone at all before? Because you both played for the Steel, but not at the same time, right? Yep. So I, I knew Josh a little bit. I didn't know him very well. He's actually my roommate now. We live together. So me and him were really close now, but I knew him a little bit. I remember when I was up at the steel, he came and practiced with us one time. He was probably like five foot four. He was tiny. <laughs> he was just this little kid. And it's just, I saw him and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, whoa, you, you sprouted. But so I, I knew him a little bit going in, but now me and him are super close and he's one of my best friends in the team. So we got to, oh, sorry, PD, you can go. No, ahead. I just want to know, because now you've getting, you're getting there, you're on the ice, you've seen everybody, you, you, you've been on both ends of the spectrum, you've been on the East Coast, you've been here now at West. Where do you think this team slots in? What are the expectations for the ASU Sun Devils coming into the 22-23 season? We got a really good team. We got a really good team, a really good group of guys. Everyone loves each other. I'm, I'm really excited to see what this team can do. I think we can 
we can make a run. I, I mean, you can mark my words right now. I think we can make a run. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll clip that, uh, save it for later. Um, the, the thing that everybody wants to know about Arizona hockey fans, people all around North America want to know about the new arena. Um, like we already talked about, the name was unveiled yesterday, Mullet Arena. I just want to get your thoughts on the arena itself, if you've gotten a chance to tour it, and then your thoughts on the name, of course. Yeah, I mean, I've been in there a couple of times, probably three or four times since I've been here. It's it's beautiful. Everything in there is unbelievable. The people people who built it have just put so much effort, so much time into that, and it's it's been so it's been so great. And, and I, I'm sorry. I feel that something's coming here. <laughs> oh, there it is. Mullet Arena. Look at that. Oh, I, love, I, love I don't know his dad will like that let his hair grow over the summer, but Josh looked good. And it's, as great of a name it is, there's an even better story behind it with Donzi and Barbara who've helped this program so much. So it's a lot of credit to them, and they deserve that. And it's it's unbelievable. Just I don't know how much of a sense you got of that arena. A lot of, a lot of prospects got a chance to tour it or virtual tour it. How much did you know about that arena before you arrived in the Valley recently? Yeah, so they before I came before I committed here and came here, they obviously showed like showed me all the blueprints and all all the renderings of the new arena, and I was just beautiful. And I was like, oh my god, like I can't wait to see this. Like, and even even right when I came on my visit, it was it wasn't even close to done. It still blew blew my expectations out of the water. It's, I mean, I was in it yesterday again, and it's get started to get the branding up, and it looks unbelievable. So it's, I'm really 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 excited to get in that rank. It's it's beautiful. I can't wait. Yeah. We, talked, we talked about it here on the show a lot because we've toured it and the Coyotes are going to play there and we talk about the Coyotes often on the show. But I tell you, um, Lee and I w- went and did a, a tour. Well, Craig did some interviews with the broken hip. I will say this. <laughs> as a college arena, it's going to be elite. It's going to be – that student section is going to be amazing. I, I, I encourage anybody who hasn't taken part in ASU hockey or hasn't had a chance to watch this team or follow this team, this is the year to do that because, the as we've talked about, it's a good team and a great building. Um, they're going to be a lot of fun to watch. So if you haven't got on the wagon yet, it's now is the time. Um, my last question for me is it's almost unfair – for this team i'm from northern minnesota my dad coached college hockey i played college hockey cold climates it's not fair that this school gets to recruit at this building in this city and bring a kid into this campus and go yeah you you can go here trips over just sign here like did you get that that wow moment the first time you came to campus like wow this is amazing i get to play hockey here yeah i mean it's it's unlike anything hockey's ever seen in college like it's I stepped off the plane. I was like, "Oh my! Like, whoa! Like, this is this is awesome!" Like, and then I had guys explaining to me just how beautiful it is every day and the weather. And it's like you get to come to the rink every day in shorts, flip flops. Like, you're just living your best life. Like, it's there's not a worry in the world. Like, you you get up and you're happy every morning. And you got to check the weather. You know what you're putting on. It's gonna be nice every single day. And it's it is a little bit unfair, but I mean, hey. <laughs> We got we got a little edge, and that's too bad to the other programs. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, Robert, thank you so much for taking some time and sitting down with us right after you got off the ice. Appreciate it. Hopefully, we can get you on with us again soon, or you can. We have a PHNX Sun Devils show as well. I'm sure they'd love to have you on as well. And best of luck going forward the season, and hopefully, we'll talk to you again soon. And soon. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. It was awesome. Had a great time. Awesome. Thank you so, much, so much for Robert. joining us. Awesome. Well, thank you again to Mastro for joining. I don't know why. I don't know why I can't do it. Yeah, I don't know why. Mastro Simone. You know, I stumble over names. I. That's why when I saw Mastro on his screen, I was like, "All right, we'll just go with Mastro." Um, Thank you so much. He. That was hilarious. We got a video bomb by Josh down there with the the mullet. Unreal. And that's why I talked about them embracing it. Like that's what they're doing. They're embracing yep, it. They recognize the family and what the family did for the program, but they're gonna still have fun with it. And I'm glad that the program's recognizing it. So that's awesome. Absolutely. I literally can't wait to get out to an ASU hockey game. It's gonna be electric and they have some drinks there. They do sell alcohol at that venue. So hopefully they have four peaks on tap. That is what I will be drinking um when I attend games. That's my beer of choice anywhere I go and it can be yours too. literally pretty much any place you go in Arizona, 
Four Peaks is on tap. You can buy it wherever you buy your beer. Um, and you can get it right at the source next week with us on the last Wednesday of the month. August 31st, we'll be at Four Peaks all day long for last Wednesday, starting off the day with our show at 11. So you can take your lunch hour, work from home part of the day, but do it at Four Peaks with us because we'll be there all day long, all the page next shows. And speaking of last Wednesday, we also need to crown our next Toast of the Month winner, which we will do next Wednesday. So enter to win the Toast of the Month sweepstakes. You can win a $50 Four Peaks gift card, a PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. Go to gophnx.com or click on the link in the show notes. You must be 21 or older and enjoy responsibly. Don't have to be 21 to come to Four Peaks, though. Tons of great food. We love the chicken tenders at the A Street Pub. So hope you'll join us there as well. Um, And also, if you haven't already checked out FOCO.com, they're the leader in sports merchandise and collectibles. FOCO's got you covered with the best Arizona merchandise. They've officially licensed gear for men, women, and kids, and everything from bobbleheads to swimsuits to Crocs. Head on over to FOCO.com or click the link below in the description for all non Pre-sale items, use the promo code PHNX for 10% off. And there's um, college stuff on there as well. I saw some U of A stuff, some U of A sliders on there. Um, So I'm sure there's tons of ASU stuff. I just don't look for that myself because I'm more of a U of A fan. But, you know, we don't need to get into it. Probably not. Um, (laughs) Wrapping up here, just a couple little NHL notes. The... EA Sports NHL 23 cover was announced this morning. It will be Trevor Zegras and Sarah Nurse are the cover athletes. Sarah Nurse is the first woman to ever be featured on the game's cover, which I think is unbelievable. This is long overdue. They just introduced the women's national team rosters to the game for NHL 22. Um, Sarah Nurse, of course, has won championships with Canada. She is also cousin of NHLer Darnell Nurse. Um, very much a sports family if you've ever looked into what their family is up to um and then the michigan the iconic around the net move that trevor zegers is kind of known for will also be incorporated into the game which will is a whole new thing to add you know it's kind of like the the way that the game of hockey is evolving the game is evolving um so excited to see Excited to see that. And I really love having a woman on the cover. Representation matters. It matters. Yeah. If you're going to set role models, do it in every walk possible, right? Lots of people play video games. They shouldn't have to play with only men. What are, what are girls and women going to do? Let them play with girls and women's teams. So great. About time. Happy to see it. Yeah, that's great. Question though. Was that the real cover? Like that is that the cover, or is it we're just announcing no, they are going to be on the cover? That, yeah, that wasn't okay. the cover. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm I'm down with it, but I don't want to look like we're playing roller hockey in the OC. Like, b- b- let's have hockey gear on. So that's cool. If it's just shorts and t-shirts, <laughs> I get it for now. So. Hey, I, listen. Never mind. The game and, is changing. The the hot, the warm weather markets are thriving. I People don't want to believe it. And lastly, they also not only the Michigan but the Zegris, which where they flip the puck over the net and bat it in like a baseball bat that has been also added because i don't want the the gamers to be out there going hey they added that and you didn't talk about it so i've heard it's incredibly difficult to do to flip the puck over the net and hit it in in real life i heard it's even harder in the video game so go buy it because i know craig's already got his and he's warming up right (laughs) now. well we might get it for our office for our one do they have it for atari no a what atari atari what (laughs) seriously you just said what for atari Really? Atari, wow. wow. Uh, red button. Nothing. <laughs> every day. Nothing? Every day there's something. Um, but good good for Trevor Zegas, good for Sarah Nurse. Um, excited about that one. Like we said, it, it matters. So um Dan's asking about Corey Promen's ranking. We might save that for another day because we can get into more on that. So yeah, we can compile other people's too. So we can yes. at, we can compare them. So. Yeah, so we'll get to that at another time. Um, but what you do have to look forward to this week is on Friday, we have a very special guest, Christian Fisher, who was the first ever roster player we interviewed on this show, will join us again Friday. We're actually talking to him later today. So he's not joining the show live, but we'll have a great interview for you on our live show Friday at 11 a.m. So tune in for that on Friday. Hit the notification bell when you subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel so you never miss a live show. Craig already made this joke. Looking forward to catch up. 
Wait, catching catch up, up with Christian Fisher. To catch up with Christian Fisher, because we know last time he brought his bottle of ketchup to the interview and was taunting Craig. I'm probably going to dress as a bottle of ketchup for this one. That's my guess. So. <laughs> so looking forward to that. And then we're going to jump even further ahead because we have another guest coming to the show next Monday. Lee Stepniak will be a guest wow. on our show live Monday at 11 a.m. So pulling out the guests. Seriously, Is thank you. Is going to be live? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> wow. Live Monday Glad at 11. I tuned in today to find that out. I'm a huge <laughs> Lee Stepniak. It's because you don't yeah. read our text. Well, Craig, you guys, could, could you send more? Like, I can only read one or two at a time. Like, just, there's only so much information I, I can get on your beeper, okay? So, <laughs> yeah, your number on. The pigeon can only carry so much <laughs> I can't. paper. He's, that's great. Lee, Lee, we can talk about He can give us a, like a Trade Talk Tuesday preview because he was a guy that came in at the deadline and was outstanding. For, he played for, the for half the NHL clubs too. So he's awesome. I'm a, I'm a yeah. huge Lee Stepniak fan. Really, really smart guy too. Really smart guy. Dartmouth graduate. He's an Ivy guy, but yeah, yeah. when you talk to him, he's just so. I'm awesome. a huge fan. He, he's so one thoughtful. of my favorite yeah. guys to come through here. So I'm, I'm, I haven't talked to him in a long time. I'm really excited. I didn't know. So now there we go. I'll <laughs> probably tune in Monday. <laughs> wow. Well, really looking forward to that one. Lots of great stuff. Um, for PHNX and lots of great stuff on the website as well. Become a member at gophnx.com so you can read all of Craig's stories, all the stories of all the talented writers here at PHNX for all of the Arizona sports teams. Um, and you can get a shirt from the locker. And speaking of the locker, we have a huge summer sale going on right now, up to 50% off select items across all your favorite teams. The Coyotes Right now, the only available shirt is the Coyote Cutout, but it's amazing. So grab yours. It's discounted and right Dolan. now. The and Josh the Josh, yeah, the Josh Doan shirt is also discounted. So if you want to get geared up for ASU hockey season, you can do that. So head on over to phnxlocker.com because you want it's only while supplies last. So get in on that summer sale. All right. Any other notes before we head out? We're out. I'm out. All right. Well, thank you everyone so much for tuning in. Thanks for chiming in on the comments. Please like and subscribe and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. Follow Peach Next Sports across all social platforms. I know they're filming a very interesting TikTok today. So if you have TikTok, follow Peach Next Sports on TikTok and all of their social media platforms. It's just it has to do it has to do with the hot dog straw thing and that's On what? I'm just very happy I'm not going to the into the office today because I do not want to, to be a part you'll of this. Have to- Text it to me or put it on my beeper. I will. We'll send it in the Discord, the members Perfect. only Discord. How about that? Thank um, you. And please follow us on Twitter at phnx underscore coyotes. Your support means a lot. We'll be back with an audio show tomorrow. We'll be back live Friday at 11 a.m. with our Christian Fisher interview. Until then, enjoy the rest of your Wednesday, everyone.